My name is Kate the Socialite, and you're listening to episode 186 of The Kate Show. This episode is brought to you by HoneyBook. If you're looking for a streamlined, automated client process that will uplevel your business, look no further. HoneyBook can automate your client bookings, questionnaires, contracts, and invoices. Go to HoneyBook.com and enter code SOCIALITE to receive 50% off your entire first year. Alright guys, so today I am talking about the behind the scenes of my first live speaking event. As of the recording of this episode, it's been about a week, so I am still very fresh with everything that happened, and it was quite a whirlwind trip. And I wanted to share with you the events leading up to this, and then also what happened mainly during my travel, but then also a bit about the event itself, because it ended up being so much more than just a work trip for me. So... With one tightly packed carry-on and an overloaded laptop case, I boarded a plane in early October, and that was the first plane I'd been on in like three years. I know, right? (laughs) The plane left Madison, Wisconsin on a chilly, rainy Sunday afternoon, headed for blazing hot and dry Palm Springs, California. I'd been invited to speak at the Design Biz Retreat, and I was so excited slash nervous to finally step out from behind my computer screen and speak live and in person to the interior design community that I love so much and have been serving for so long. The trip was short, and it definitely did not disappoint. At every turn, I learned something new about the struggles designers face, whether it's the client that doesn't understand product delays or the delicate balance of profit margins and pricing. If you are an interior designer considering attending a future design biz retreat, consider this your inside scoop into whether or not you should make the investment. And, uh, spoiler alert, you should. Whether you're a designer or not, however, if you want a real-life perspective on how to thrive in discomfort in your business and flex your faith versus worry muscles, this episode is for you. Being invited to speak at a high-level retreat like this in the distinguished Kimpton Rowan Hotel was a huge growth marker for my business and quite an honor. I had amazing conversations with luxury interior designers from Orange County, California, and beyond over the two-day retreat, and I walked away with a deepened appreciation for the hurdles that one must jump over to become a successful designer. P.S. California, your sales tax laws suck. (laughs) All right. So guys, if you are ready to dive into all things public speaking and nerves and confidence and just all the stuff that you guys deal with in your businesses too, keep listening. By the way, if you're looking for another design podcast, you should check out designnetwork.org. It's a podcast collective on all things design, from doing the work to crunching the numbers to marketing your firm. All right, let's get into today's episode. Marketing your interior design or home staging business should be easy and relational. My name is Kate the Socialite, and I believe in action, not just ideas. And I share strategies that have proven to work right here every week. If you're serious about growing your business in the home industry, you're in the right place. Welcome to The Kate Show. The stories our brains tell us are powerful and often incredibly inaccurate. 
Over the past almost eight years of being an entrepreneur, my mind has told me stories about my business, my life choices, and my external circumstances that have really sucked the joy and contentment out of otherwise exciting situations. This is human, but it's not acceptable. Just because something is normal doesn't mean that it's good. And I'm calling myself out in this episode, as well as any of you listening who also succumb to negativity as a natural tendency. My desire to control every aspect of a situation, including and especially how others view me, is typical of an Enneagram Type 3, and it's something I need to improve. I love how this short trip to Palm Springs was so much more than just a trip for me. Yes, it was a great event, and my agency has gotten a ton of new business from it. Shout out to thank you, Rich uh, Rick Campos. But even more, it was a catalyst that God used to show me the exact areas he wants to improve in my life. Mainly, letting go of things, especially the seemingly little things that sink their claws into my heart and warp my faith. This was more than just a work trip. A few weeks before the trip, I was listening to a podcast that really resonated with me. The host was interviewing someone who had done great things in the name of God and had taken massive leaps of faith to get there, and it was really inspiring. And I said to God, I want to do that. I want to do huge things for you and have the faith that can move mountains. His immediate response to me cut me off at the knees. He said, you still struggle to trust me with what I've already given you. Whew, <laughs> okay then. <laughs> I guess that's true. Can't argue with him. If you've been listening to this podcast since its inception in January 2018, you might feel as though we've grown up together in a way. So much has happened in your business and in mine over those nearly four years. I've had longtime listeners send me messages about how it seems we've both, quote-unquote, come into our own during that time span. It's true. My first podcast episode was cloaked in manufactured confidence as I tried to record without losing my breath. By the third episode, I was able to breathe normally. Who knew the concept of recording one's voice could be so scary? <laughs> I told myself back then that if I ever got invited to speak live and in person, I would do it. But I secretly hoped that invitation would not happen anytime soon. As it turns out, it did happen at the perfect time in the spring of 2021. My first thought when I got the invitation wasn't, oh, I'm so nervous about what I'm going to say, but rather, oh crap, what am I going to wear? which translates to how can I control how people view me through my clothing choices. Now, let me just give you some context here. I'm a very casual girl, and I'm perfectly content with Target and Amazon wardrobe options. Working virtually for nearly eight years has rendered my professional attire all but non-existent. I dress nicely, don't get me wrong, like I'm not a slob and I do like to look cute, but I'm not like public speaker nice. <laughs> and when I got invited to speak, I immediately signed up for a Stitch Fix subscription because I'm like, I need someone to style me. I need some help here. And by the way, Stitch Fix was pretty hit and miss. I don't actually recommend it, but I did at least get a few pieces that were appropriate. So there was that. All said and done, I spent several months worrying about having the right outfits for this two-day event. I mean, how freaking ridiculous is that? And I either grossly overthought my attire, or maybe all the planning paid off, because I received really nice compliments on my selections from airport to airport and even during the event. Phew! <laughs> so, that's my first confession of needless worrying, and it was such a waste of energy. My other topic of paranoia is a bit more serious. It involved my two-year-old daughter, Sadie. I had never left her before, and other moms had told me it would be pretty difficult, especially since Sadie is my firstborn. 
and ugh, talk about new mom problems. I'm two years into this and sometimes I still feel like such a newbie. My husband, however, is still rolling his eyes about this because considering that every worry I had, this one included, everything amounted to nothing. Like I literally spent months worrying about nothing that was ever a problem. Suffice to say, Sadie and my husband Matt thrived without me. That little turkey, my two-year-old, <laughs> did not even miss me, nor did she get emotional when I left for the airport. In fact, she asked me just this morning, with a lot of interest, whether I'd be leaving on the airplane again. That's how she says it, airplane. <laughs> that aside, my lesser concern was the fact that I'd be traveling alone, and I said a little prayer that I wouldn't sit next to anyone weird on the plane because... I had four flights, and I'm like, oh, the chances of me getting stuck next to somebody who, you know, smells bad or wants to talk the whole time, like, there's a pretty high chance of that. Now, my prayer should have been to let me sit next to someone who needed encouragement and support, but I selfishly asked for the easy route, and like, please, let me sit next to somebody normal. On my flight from Madison, Wisconsin to Phoenix, Arizona, I sat next to an entrepreneur from Madison who also revealed that she shared my faith, and that was, like, so unexpected. I don't just randomly talk about this with people. I talk about it a lot on my podcast because it's my podcast, but it's always interesting when it comes up because the person I'm talking to brings it up. So just to clarify there, because I do love talking about my faith, and I love when other people bring it up. We ended up talking for about half of that three-hour flight, and she even gave me her number before we parted ways in Phoenix. I definitely did not expect things to go that well, and I was just really grateful for it, honestly. Today's episode of The Kate Show is brought to you in part by the Window Coverings Association of America. If you're an interior designer, a window treatment specialist, or an installer looking for business growth, listen up. With an annual membership to the WCAA, you'll receive trade discounts, ongoing education, and an exclusive listing in their homeowner-facing directory of professionals, which, by the way, guys, makes it a lot easier for people to find you. Whether you've been working in the home industry forever or you're fresh out of design school, the WCAA can help you take your business to the next level, whether you're just trying to scale up or you're just getting started. Go to wcaa.org for more details. Now, on my flight from Phoenix to Palm Springs, which was a lot shorter, it was about an hour, I sat next to a retired Palm Springs police officer who turned out to be a very thought-provoking human and whose words are still ringing in my ears a week later. During the flight, he asked me questions that nobody had ever really asked me, especially people who didn't know me. He asked, were you a daddy's girl like your daughter is? And guys, I struggled with how to answer this question. I did not want to seem pitiful. So I just answered with, well, I wanted to be. And he shook his head with sadness when I very, very briefly told him about growing up under the heavy hand of domestic abuse. I didn't give details, but you know cops. They've seen everything. You don't really have to explain a whole lot to them. They know. He spoke about the importance of fathers in the home, and my heart swelled with thankfulness that my husband is exactly the kind, gentle leader that our daughter needs. She's already so confident, and her daddy is hands down her favorite person and that is no coincidence. Before our plane landed in Palm Springs, this police officer asked if he could pray over me, which totally took me by surprise. He then walked me to the hotel shuttle area, and his last words to me were, go in the peace of Psalm 91. When I got home and looked up that particular psalm, I got chills up and down my spine. The first two verses read, 
Whoever dwells in the shelter of the Most High will rest in the shadow of the Almighty. I will say of the Lord, He is my refuge and my fortress, my God in whom I trust. God is so creative and consistent when He's trying to tell me something. Trust me has been the theme for 2021, at least for me, and for good reason. I mean, honestly, guys, I don't handle stress very well. Stress is often the result of a lack of trust, and it was literally showing up in my everyday life and actually in my blood work. Not only did a late blood test reveal how badly my cortisol was suffering, it also showed the return of my food allergies. So navigating life when I can't have dairy or eggs or chicken or salmon, ugh, it's interesting and hopefully treatable. I'll find out soon. Every time I have a food allergy or a stomach condition episode, all of which last months or years, it's always preceded by chronic stress. So that's a warning to all of you. Be careful. <laughs> Everyone deals with stress, whether it's acute, chronic, or a combination. And while life has thrown some curveballs, much of which I don't really talk about on the podcast, I hope to emerge stronger each time because that's faith. You know, when something rough happens, we can either crumble or get stronger. And the only difference between those two is do we choose to have faith in something bigger than us or do we not? Do we have faith in ourselves? Because ourselves will fail. God doesn't. Now, that aside, because that was a very spiritually, mentally, just surreal experience getting there. Let's talk about what I actually learned about you interior designers. First of all, interior design is such a challenging industry. I completely see why my fellow event speakers at the retreat, one of them in particular was like, I hate clients. <laughs> and another designer was texting on her phone and then she looked up and was like, this client will not stop texting me about her product delays. And I already explained to her that it was going to be a long time. And now she's saying I never told her. And like half the room just rolled their eyes and it groaned like, oh no, this is so hard right now. Another designer shared the sizable investment she'd made in hiring a photo stylist to help prepare for a project photo shoot. The photos weren't even for a magazine, but they were actually to be used on her own website. The results were breathtaking and the money she spent definitely was creating a return. But the overall price tag of that multi-day photo session made some of the newer designers in the room start to sweat just a little. Success does come at a price, and sometimes that price is a literal dollar amount. It takes successive leaps of faith to cross the great divide that hangs between getting started and running a business. It was a beautiful, humbling, eye-opening experience to see how much each designer in the room had to sacrifice to get where she was that day. Plus, the speaker-audience interaction during each presentation was comfortable and fluid. I mean, guys, everybody there was just so nice. The conversations covered sales tax, profit margins, photo styling, marketing, and more. Attendees openly shared workflows and processes with each other. And at one point, a group of designers, all from different firms, huddled around another designer and her laptop as that designer explained one of her internal processes in great detail. The overwhelming vibe of that desert oasis retreat was simply this. There is enough work for everyone. This isn't a competition. We can help each other look good by looking good ourselves and doing our best work and charging our best, aka highest, rates. Rather than a race to the bottom or trying to underbid each other, this is a group hike to the top with a lot of rest stops and conversations along the way. These designers weren't even spread across the country. In fact, many of them served clients in the same cities and even in the same neighborhoods. 
and yet there wasn't the slightest hint of a barrier between them. And I admire that so much because I do think that there is an undercurrent of competition. Like, I'm not going to tell you my secrets. I'm not going to tell you how my business functions so well because I want to be at the top of this totem pole. There wasn't any of that at this retreat, and it was amazing. Now, you might be wondering, how did my presentation go? Well, it actually went really well. My presentation was scheduled for the second day of the retreat, and including Q&A, it took about 90 minutes. When I first grabbed the microphone, I felt oh, a little wave of nerves hit me, but less than a minute later, I had already forgotten to be nervous, and I was just excited to talk all things marketing and sales funnels, which you guys know I talk about all the time. The generous audience had so many wonderful things to say afterward, and I was able to digest that feedback over the course of the next few hours during my immediate flights back home. It really was a whirlwind trip. It was my first time speaking publicly and my first time in the state of California. Everyone, including me, made a lot of Wisconsin jokes during the event, and while most attendees had never been to my home state, they made me feel very welcome in theirs. Guys, the Design Biz Retreat was an incredible experience. If you're a designer looking to uplevel your business and connect with a great community, you need to consider attending the next retreat in 2022. So if you want more info on that, you can go to designbizsurvivalguide.com. Plus, I do have a giveaway for all of you. This was formerly just for attendees of the retreat, but now it's for everyone. I have a marketing quick tip guide, and it will help you make sure your sales funnel, your website, your ideal client are all on track with your marketing goals. So head over to socialitevault.com forward slash retreat to get that guide for free right now. Guys, thank you so much for listening, and thank you for tuning in every week, for leaving your wonderful reviews, and if you have not reviewed the Kate Show podcast yet, I highly recommend that you do because I love hearing what you like and even what you dislike about the show. It helps me make sure this stays current and relevant to you. And by the way, the reason why I have gotten a lot more personal in my episodes lately is because it seems like that stuff really resonates with you guys. We can talk marketing all day long, but sometimes we just have to get real and raw with each other, and that's why I feel so comfortable telling you guys, you know what? This was my first time speaking in public, and here's how it went, and here are all the silly little things I was worried about, because those things make me human. The last thing I want is for you guys to think I have it all together over here, or that I'm never nervous, or that I'm never uncomfortable in my business, because that just wouldn't be realistic. Being a good business owner means getting used to the fact that we will be uncomfortable. That is a sign of growth. So don't get too comfortable in your businesses. And until next week, keep your marketing simple, your message clear, and head over to socialitevault.com forward slash retreat to get your marketing quick tip guide. Bye guys. Thanks for listening. Visit us at thekateshowpodcast.com where we empower home professionals with marketing confidence.